to a new episode of the In Check with Fintech podcast uh, by the Payments and Cars Network. Uh, I'm your host for today, Rogier Roepen van der Voort. And with me on the show are Tom van Wees and um, Roderick de Koning from Ginger Payments. Tom, Good afternoon. Roderick. Good afternoon. Welcome. Hi. Good to have you. Uh, Tom is the CCO of Ginger Payments and Roderick is the CEO of Ginger Payments. Uh, guys, would you mind giving maybe a bit of a short introduction on yourself as well as your roles? Yeah, sure. Um, Tom van Wees. Um, I'm the CCO of Ginger. Um, before Ginger, I've worked in uh, technology investment banking for a couple of years. Um, and next to that, I've been involved with two startups in business development and finance roles before joining Ginger. Uh, two years ago, already. Already? Great. Ooh. And your role now in Ginger? The CCO. Uh, so I'm responsible for sales, marketing, um, investment process, um, mostly commercial stuff, together with Roderick. Yeah, Roderick. Um, I've been working in payments for um, almost 16 years now. I started with the bank uh, after six or seven years transferred to a PSP. Mm-hmm. There I met Joachim and Marta, two fintech whiz kids or tech whiz kids, and uh, together we, we um, founded Ginger back in 2014 and uh, I am originally the CEO and these other two are, are techies so Tom and I were responsible for all, all business related stuff. Great, all right, interesting. Uh, Ginger Payments itself, Tom do you mind giving maybe a bit of a rundown of Ginger, what do you guys do? Yeah, uh, sure, so Ginger was as Roderick mentioned as founded in 2014 originally as a technical PSP focusing uh, on, on merchants um, but early 2018, we decided to pivot the business model from servicing merchants ourselves to uh, being a wide-label uh, platform provider to banks and financial institutions. Um, so, and we call ourselves a payments-as-a-service company, um, and we empower banks and financial institutions to um, offer local online payment methods to their merchants uh, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what that to give you an example, if you um, would use our complete platform. Uh, you would be able to offer a complete wide-label PSP to your merchants. Um, and um, currently we are doing that for ING Bank, um, for ABN AMRO and Fiserv in their joint venture EMS here in the Netherlands. Um, they are making use of our, of our complete wide-label PSP solution. Um, and next to that, um, because the platform is built completely modular, we are also offering um, yeah, um, separate modules to smaller uh, fintech companies or smaller companies like Cabbage, Payconic, and Mastercard. Um, yeah, that's basically where we're at at the moment, and um, we have been growing quite rapidly in Europe. Um, and now um, we have announced uh, last year our expansion to the US, um, and we are in talks with several um, larger financial institutions there. So exciting things happening. Great. Um, we'll talk a bit more about that uh, further on in the uh, podcast. Sure. Uh, today for uh, the listener, besides discussing Ginger, what we want to talk about is really uh, payments as a service, right? What is it and where does it stand uh, in relation to the, uh, to the e-com market? Um, why is it such a, such a big opportunity? Maybe first of all, um, can you explain what is a payments as a service player? What do you guys do? What does a payments as a service player do? Sorry. Oh, that's a good one. Um, what we do is we have we've built a, a, a platform, a PSP platform, which is cloud-based. So it's a very modular platform, and in essence, that is what a pass player is. So it's yeah, and I think to, to add to that, um, it's like a SaaS model. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't very charge much. any transaction fees. Um, we're completely wide labeled. So we are just a technology provider, and we enable banks 
or other financial institutions uh, to service their merchants directly, while other payment companies like Agen or Molly or, or Stripe are servicing merchants directly and charging a transaction fee, yeah. but we are just a technology provider. And I think that really sets us apart as a, as a pass player. Exactly. So we don't have any, any payments license like banks have. No. We're a technology provider. So what is your business model then? If you say, all right, we don't charge on a transaction fee, do you have a monthly subscription fee? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it's a monthly it. subscription fee. Um, that's what we are uh, super focused on. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, dealing with these banks and uh, their systems and different integrations, um, there's typically a development fee or uh, an integration fee involved, but yeah. the, the, the focus is on the monthly subscription fee. Yeah. So in the difference between payment players, besides indeed not having a payment per transaction, uh, not having a license, any other differences there are between you and a, a pure payments company, let's say Agen or Molly, for example? Well, f for banks, what, what, what we saw in the beginning is that they transferred their customers, like the bank customers, to a PSP, you know, to, to, you know, for them to provide the service. Yeah. So you're losing customers. And what we say now is that you can be your own PSP with our platform. So that's the difference. They can keep their customers closer to themselves. Especially like Agen is, is also a bank now. Yeah. It has its banking license. So I, I think banks should be afraid of losing customers to Agen or Agen-like co uh, companies. Banks are not your competitors, but rather they're your customers. Exactly, exactly. 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 And we, we empower banks to compete with the typical payment companies like Stripe and Agen. Makes sense. Why is it so relevant right now? Um, well, because as Roderick mentioned, um, these these large PSPs um, who have been growing so so rapidly in the past few years um, are expanding their services um, next to Ecom also to uh, banking uh, services. So they're um, like Argena Stripe. They're into lending now. Uh, they're issuing cards. Uh, they're they're um, it, it, they make it possible for you to open a bank account. So as a merchant or as a, as a me company or a web shop. In a few years, you won't need a bank anymore. Mm. You just go to Agen because they do it much faster than a typical bank would do it. Um, so, and and with the current growth and e-commerce, it's really evident that banks need to move in on this um, because otherwise they will lose the relationship with the SME or the corporate clients forever. Um, and e-commerce is just, um, yeah, the, the 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 most important part at the moment because it's growing so rapidly um, and. They have, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're quite behind on e-commerce. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's now one of the most important things for a bank to jump into. Are many banks receptive to this? Or do you see banks also saying, no, this, is, this, is, this doesn't fall within our area no, of responsibility? They're very receptive. Yeah. Only the decision-making process isn't that fast. So that's what we see currently. As in, we have good talks and um, we're making progress, mm -hmm. but it's not... It's not going very fast, yeah. you know. If you if you um, if you compare that to a big ecom player, the decision making is way faster. So that if you look at the difference between uh, banks as our customers or the, the very large uh, merchants, mm -hmm. then the, uh, the merchants are way way faster. So banks need to innovate. You also talk about large merchants. So yeah. You don't you don't serve them in a like like we said in in, in a kind of a relationship of being a payment company or payment processor. Why are large merchants interested in working with you guys? Uh, they, they, they do a lot of transactions and they want to cut out the PSP yeah. and want to do it themselves. And we enable them. Of course, they have to get their, their own license, but we enable them to do the transactions. So it saves them a lot of money. 
Sure. Quite interesting, I think, indeed, yeah. Yeah, but we're typically talking about merchants with more than 50 million transactions, so it is, it is rather big. The global players like the Booking.coms and like the Zalandos, exactly. the Delivery Hero as well, is working on this kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, because yeah, currently they are processing so many transactions with a PSP, but a typical PSP uh, takes a percentage of every transactions, yeah. of every transaction. So yeah, it's a quite an easy um, sum to make. <laughs> Whether you take a, a, a an all inclusive um, subscription fee and and process your own payments or um, have a transaction fee for every transaction. So yeah. in the end, after um, we've did some business cases, after around fifty million transactions, yeah. it becomes more profitable to bring it in house instead of uh, using a PSP. So that is something that we are working on uh, uh, currently. Currently, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I guess that big e-com players are a bit more lean to move towards such a business model. Do you think banks can still catch up? Yes, if they partner or uh, buy payment companies, but if they start building, um, no, no, definitely no, not. No, no, no. No. <laughs> because as we've seen, um, the internal processes with banks are just slow. Uh, yeah, we can say it like that. They're slow and uh, they need to ask for budget with their boss. Um, they need to hire a team. Um, they need to uh, come up with requirements for the solution. Well, if you go uh, partner with a, with a past company, you can be up and running in a few weeks um, and having a, a small fraction of the cost yeah. while having a solution that is able to compete with the best in the market. Do you see, because you talk about uh, the Dutch banks, you're definitely present in Europe, you're now going to the US as well. Do you see differences there in the way that the market responds to you guys and the way that the market is maybe ready for a solution such as this? Yes, yes. Yeah, we're now focusing on the, the, the countries that are more receptive to what we do. Yeah. Um, um, but you, the traditional markets, like the German market is a bit slow. Also, mm -hmm. the Belgian market is starting up, so they're very uh, responsive, uh, responsive and very open to what we do. But uh, the German market is not a market that we're focusing on currently. But the other markets, the Scandinavian market is very hot. Yeah. Uh, U.S. market is getting very, very much uh, interested in, in what we do. Yeah. Um, and of course, here in the Netherlands, it stays because we're uh, we're way ahead of a couple of other countries. That's yeah. good to see. Yeah, and I think also for the American market, uh, compared to European markets, it's mainly a, a credit card market. Mm -hmm. um, and the volumes are yeah. <laughs> ten times of what the volumes in, in Europe are. Um, and I think the main difference with the U.S. banks is that typically they have outsourced their uh, online payments business to companies like First Data, which is now Fiserv, or, or, or other huge, um, well, they call themselves payment companies or fintech companies, but they have been existing for 30 years already. So um, for them, it's quite hard to, com to, to um, compete with the local um, payment companies like Stripe and Square yeah. um, because they have their business outsourced to First Data. But yeah, it takes first data two years to integrate Apple Pay into their solution. Um, so it's quite hard for them to compete with companies like Stripe who can do it in a few weeks or a few days maybe. Yeah. Um, so what we're currently seeing is, is a lot of interest from the American market who are looking for a solution next to first data or integrated with first data. And um, yeah, that's what we're working on at the moment. Makes sense. Because you guys work with Cabbage, I think, right, in the US? Yeah. 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 And Cabbage is an, is, an, is an instant lending company yeah. and they've just been acquired by Amex yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they were looking to um, process payments exactly. in, in Europe yeah. and they had no clue how SEPA payments worked or 
uh, any of the rules here in, in or the technology in, in Europe. So and it came to us for a, a, yeah, a small solution, exactly. uh, just yeah. a, a, one of the modules of our, of our complete platform. Because that's also possible as a modular platform, so you don't need to take a full suite of solutions. You can start with just a small module and then build out from there or exactly. stay with it one if you like. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's also the, the flexibility that we are able to give to banks or other clients. Uh, yeah. they, can, they can pick and choose which modules they would like to use. So it's not a um, take it all. It's, it's something that we can work on, on, on their specific requirements, uh, different markets that they are looking to, to open up to. Um, different payment methods, and if they don't want to have the, the whole shebang, uh, they can they can pick um, whatever they would like. So. And, and also for the PSP solution, we have a ginger way of doing things. Yeah. If you want to go fast, that is the, the way to go, uh, because then you have our solution. And what we typically see with the, the our larger customers that they eighty percent is the, the ginger way, and then they have twenty percent additional stuff that they want. It's mostly it's about pricing, the, you know, typically difficult pricing that they asked. Uh, from the merchants yeah. and also the reporting is, is slightly different from what we normally have so that, that is custom made often I see yeah are those integrations difficult to do for you guys or not no not at all no. not, not at all it's, it's API based so we're often also a layer between the old stuff and, and new stuff uh, so it's, it's pretty easy for us to of course you've, you've got difficult the old school stuff which is also difficult for us but we're talking about weeks yeah uh, but the, the cool new stuff it's, it's a matter of days so yeah and typically um, if, if everything uh, is going to plan um, <laughs> usually we can go live in a few weeks with a solution but typically the bank has internal processes that take a longer take longer time or um, we need to integrate with several um, existing systems uh, which take um, some more time typically um, but yeah as Roderick mentioned um, we can integrate with internal systems or ex external partners as well, um, which makes it easier for, for banks to um, uh, to launch this uh, solution uh, without having to migrate all clients from the legacy systems to our platform. Mm -hmm. um, but we can um, gradually build a solution next to that solution or have a migration layer, yeah. uh, which makes the... Um, the migration to a new platform way smoother than just um, replacing uh, their old systems with, with our directly. Um, so yeah, that, that's something that we uh, also see with, with banks. They're not very keen on replacing it all together yeah. directly, but gradually moving from one system to another. Yeah, one step at a time. Yeah, yes. exactly. Sense. Hey, back to the e-com. So you say, well, e-com players, um, more and more, we see them showing an interest in the solution that we have, just because they have the high number of, of volume that they do. Mm -hmm. They obviously, I guess, they start with processing for themselves. Do you see there a shift as well in terms of them becoming competitors of iGen by offering their solution to maybe the vertical that they serve, or anything like that, or not? No, we haven't seen that yet. All right. No, this is. I think this is too early. Maybe this is something that that could happen mm -hmm. in the near future, but for now it's too early. I guess. For them, the first step is to realize that they can do it faster, better, cheaper themselves. Yeah. And then um, they're probably going to look into the scale thing yeah. uh, and look at the, the branch of, uh, of serving them. Yeah, and I think Apparently also, not. No, not just for software companies, but marketplace companies uh, might be more um, interested in this. True. So we're talking to some of the larger marketplaces currently now. Mm -hmm. um, who 
besides selling their own products, are also selling products of other companies, of course. Yeah. So uh, they are more interested in, in something like this, yes. Um, but still, they need to get a payment license or e-money license. Yeah. Um, but for them, it makes more sense to process payments for um, the, the companies on their platform too. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something that we, we are seeing, but um, not just software company. Makes sense. Banks then, do you guys think your solution in general for all the banks uh, that are listening, can they become the new IGN by using a pass solution? <laughs> To be bold, yes. <laughs> but from a from a technical ecom point of view, yes. So it, it depends on the on the bank, how much effort they're going to put into it. If they can becomes uh, as successful as a Jennifer's, but from a technical point of view, we can provide that service to them. So yes, great. Agent in a box. Exactly. I like it. All banks listening. Agent <laughs> in a box. Um, cool. So you have ING, you have EMS, you have Cabbage, you have several other clients. Can you talk maybe a bit about them? So. Let's say ING example, they were a bank, then you came. What can they do now that they couldn't do before? PPSP. Yeah, and what that basically means is um, they can process or accept e-commerce payments for their merchant stores, mm -hmm. or their SME and corporate clients. Mm -hmm. um, so to give you an example for uh, EMS, yeah. which is a POS acquirer here in the Netherlands, um, which of course we're focused on point of sales. Um, uh, which has been um, not the best time to be a point of sale provider, of course, in the current uh, yeah. with the current COVID situation, um, and they were looking to service their merchants with an e-commerce solution as well, um, and we have been able to set that up in a few weeks and um, integrate that with their Clover system, their POS system, yeah. um, so they can have a full omni-channel solution um, for their merchants. Um, and that is something that we have done recently. And for, for example, for ING Bank, we have helped them to set up a solution for their SME uh, customers, their corporate customers and Belgian customers because each client segment has its differences or their specific requirements. Uh, and we were able to, to help them with that. Yeah, so they have three copies of our platform, each with additional features for that specific group or uh, country. Interesting, to counterfeit to exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. exactly. So yeah, we, we help banks to 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 accept e-commerce payments from their merchants, uh, and that is something that they before they couldn't do because they had outsourced the business or um, you know five or ten years back uh, they didn't think it was a high priority for them. Mm. Uh, they are coming back from that statement, luckily. Uh, but yeah, as mentioned, it, it it takes them years to set up a solution in the market and. Um, then they need to hire a complete team, they need to do the maintenance on the platform, exactly. and they need to build a solution that is on par with some of the best in the market, but the market is changing quite rapidly, um, so it hard, it's, it's hard for them to innovate and add new solutions every week, uh, every week while we can do it for them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think um, we really help banks to set up an omnichannel solution um, and service their merchant with a, an end-to-end offering. So, a merchant doesn't have to go to an ITN or Molly anymore, but can stay with the bank um, that it is already uh, related with. Yeah, same thing. So how do you then, so bank has different needs, like you said, we have three different uh, platforms. How do you cater to those needs? Do you build all of those modules yourself or do you also work with partners? There's a lot to do, right? Within payments, financial services, uh, payment as a service, um, there are many options that you have. Is it all self-built or do you also partner with other companies or how does that work? It's, it's a combination because we, we, the full PSP is self-built. Uh, and for instance, uh, AI stuff, yeah. which is 
we have a standard solution in the platform and for eight out of 10 customers, it's enough. But for those two who want more, we partner up with, uh, with, with partner companies who are specialized in these uh, things like Slimmer AI. We yeah. um, mentioned a couple of weeks ago uh, that we have a partnership with them and they do that, that part of, for us and they are integrated with our platform. And next week? Yeah, next week or yeah. the week after. Yeah, we are going <laughs> to announce a new partnership and that's especially interesting for the, for the North American market. Uh, we are uh, partnering with a, a company based in Vancouver, Agreement Express, um, who will focus on the merchant onboarding and underwriting for the American market. Yeah. Um, because this is something like we have expertise in online payments. Mm-hmm. We are not uh, specialized in underwriting or credit checks exactly. or KYC business in the US. So we partner up with local companies um, who can offer best in class solution for that particular market um, and that's what we like to do and we can offer a completely integrated solution for uh, the, the local banks or, or, or global banks um, with companies like this without um, building it, it ourselves um, we can have an integrated solution uh, up and running in, in a few weeks for them um, while the banks is only while the bank is only doing business with one company yeah. ginger uh, in in the back end we have uh, several partnerships um, to complete our, our full solution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you can buy working with partners, focus on what you're good at. Exactly. Yeah. Having them provide the service. And, and sometimes, you know, like if you have a local Polish payment product, we first, you know, buy it from a partner, and if it's, it's, it's successful, then we're probably going to build it ourselves too. So that's a bit of a bit of different approach, but. Makes sense, yeah. Hey, talking about geographical coverage, we talked about Europe, talked about the US. US is a country. <laughs> Europe is many different countries. Yeah. Do you operate within all of those or are there certain countries where you're maybe just much better at than, than other ones? I'm not sure if it's much better but uh, it, it depends on the timing of things. Um, so yeah, we're, we're focusing on the, the countries that are ready for you know, pass and cloud-based and because six years ago, seven years ago, everybody was afraid or even in, in the Netherlands, yeah. they were afraid of pass, what is it or what is cloud-based and it's scary and we need to make sure that, oh, if it, is, it, is it compliant, safe. Yeah. is it safe, can we go there and now a number of countries are in that phase. So we're, we're leaving them to others yeah. uh, and we're focusing on you know, the Scandinavian market, Belgium, market yeah uh, western europe western europe of course and 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 us of course and i think to add to that uh, because we're just a technology provider uh, we don't need to have a local license so we're only selling our platform to companies or financial institutions or payment licensed companies uh, who have to license themselves so that takes away a lot of local regulation and our platform is is perfectly capable of servicing clients in Greece or in, in, in London or in the US. Um, and of course, every country or every market has its um, specific requirements. Um, yeah, but due to the modularity it's very, of our platform, it's very easy um, to tailor our platform for a specific market or a specific client. Yeah, yeah. Is the ambition to go global? Yes. Yes. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, we talk a lot about banks. Are there any other companies that you work for, maybe not banks, that use you guys? Well, the, the big merchants are becoming interesting, yeah. uh, but also like the acquirers. So it's payments related. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, like cabbage. Uh, this is also payments related, so that's a part that we do. But um, is there any specific that we can mention already, or is it? No, but we can we can mention, of course, Mastercard. It's not a bank, but a, a payment scheme, yeah. and yeah. Uh, they use one module of our platform, which is focused on tokenization. Yeah. Um, and Payconic, which is a, payments a product. payment payment method, method I sorry. Yeah, in, in, in Netherlands and, and Belgium. And they are using a, a small module of our platform to go live to, because they, they are originally from Belgium and they wanted to go live in Netherlands. Uh, so they needed a little part for our, exactly. of our platform for exactly. that. Very good. Makes sense. Right. Do you see much differences in needs across those different clients? Do banks have completely different demands than a... Uh, Ecom player does, for example. Yes, yes, because banks are offering our platform to a large group of merchants, so it's it's very diverse because they want to you know, make everybody happy. And these ecom, they're more focused on their specific needs, so that is is different. So that's more of a generic. It has to include everything, and the ecom player just says, "Okay, I want a very big dashboard. I want reporting, and that's it." Yeah. So they're more focused, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and I think also um, in the whole process of, of servicing banks or servicing e-com players or, or, or other fintech companies, uh, dealing with banks, you have to go through a whole RFP process. Um, there are a lot of levels involved in the decision-making with dealing with banks, while the other companies like fintech companies are decision-making is much faster, much easier, and they typically know what they want, uh, so they come to us for a specific solution, while mm -hmm. with banks it's more uh, consultative selling as well. They are still figuring out how to jump into this e-commerce market and that's what we uh, have a lot of expertise in, so we are more than happy to help them out with that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's I think the main difference between dealing with banks and, um, and, and smaller fintech companies. A lot of education. A lot of education, definitely. <laughs> Great. So, what to our listeners, if banks, econ players, um, other potential clients of, uh, of you guys or of, of a pass, what do they need to keep in mind when working with a pass company? Good one. Yeah. Um, what do they need to keep in mind? Um, I think for a bank, it's a different way of working. Um, banks are um, speaking a lot about working agile. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and some, to some be do. polite, some, yeah, do. some, some yeah. do, and not they really them. want to do yeah. that. Um, but I think it's it's different from uh, yeah. They're 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 collaborating with a smaller fintech company like Ginger. Yeah. Um, it's a different way of working. Um, it's a different way of communicating with each other. Um, and I think we can help them really give them some more flexibility, some more speed and innovation. But they need to be ready for that, and they need to be open for that. And I think that is something that is happening right now. But yeah, there's still a lot of legacy in the bank, of course, not mm -hmm. just systems, but also the way of working. And, and that is something that we can help them with. But yeah, there, of course, needs to be, it's a two-way street. And I think that's important for them to remember uh, when dealing with, with payments as service company. Yeah, and this, this is from the, the business point of view, but there's also a, a compliance point of view. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's there's going to be a lot of internal selling for uh, for them for, for the, the, the local business to compliance mm -hmm. because of of uh, the, the pass solution and the cloud solution. So that's 
pretty much new. Maybe not here, not, not in the Netherlands, but in, in other countries it is way newer. So uh, the biggest challenge for, for banks is to um, keep the compliance department on track yeah. on what they're doing. So that, that's different. You yeah. see your clients and, well, the target clients then underestimate it many times? That they, you know, they think this is something they can do indeed in a couple of weeks and then they're live and they're ready to go, but actually there's way more work that goes beyond Exactly, that. So and it's, it's a contract thing also, not, not just us, but also the payment products, but also internal. It is way different. And from a technical point of view, we can go live in weeks. Uh, but you have to make sure that the organization is ready. You know, if you if you do board a merchant, mm -hmm. what's the process, which is different than the normal onboarding process. So you have to make sure that everybody is ready uh, in order to offer this kind of solution. Yeah, has to be a conscious decision. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it's cool though. If you make the decision, it is very cool. Correct. All right. Well, thanks very much, guys. Good to uh, to have you. Thank and you. thanks for being on Thank the show. Um, if our listeners want to find you, where can they find you guys? Our um, amazing website <laughs> LinkedIn. You got a new one? Yeah, we got a new one. That's right. Um, so our website, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, we occasionally write a blog, uh, which is typically posted on our website, uh, but also on other social media channels. But it's gingerpayments.com? Gingerpayments.com, exactly. Um, yeah, and they can always send an email directly to Roderick and, Ma and me, yeah. um, which you can find on the website as well. Great. All right. Okay. Thanks again. Thanks everyone for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show and um, hear you next time.